breaking news. <laughs> about uh, let's Kim Kardashian. Is that who's breaking news is about? Probably. No, like it's a terrible news anchor. Don't even know what the big story is. Um. Oh, here's a comprehensive guide to the Kanye West Taylor Swift beef. But it's he's, on time, so it'll say controversy. Oh, the feud. West feud. Oh, there's a feud. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he stole a microphone from her. And that's what he, uh, they said just audio would be superb. Um, and that's in, like, his newest song, I Made That Bitch Famous. Yeah. Like, that's what he's talking about. Is that there, like, nobody knew about her until we did that. But she won the award, like, obviously. Right. Yeah, she, yeah, that's ridiculous. She that's funny. Yeah, I made her famous right after she won that award, yeah. and I stole her screen. Her stage time. Yeah. That's great. So, on on the same level of stealing screen time, I have this video that I want to show you guys. Um, me pull it up here. Got to let's see. Trying to not have it be just on my Facebook feed, but screw it. I'm gonna just go with it. If you guys take a second here and check this out, this goes right in line, RJ, with what we were saying, what we were talking about yesterday, with Alex Jones taking on the Young Turks. And this at the convention, Eric Andre, comedian. Yeah, he's a, a comedian. And so clearly this is what he was going out to do. But again, it's... So what was his, like, did he have a political message? Or no, anything? no, he had, there he was no was message. Funny? The message and the point was just simply to disrupt. And it... Yeah, he, he handled himself well. It's... Uh, interesting how he, he he found a couple of ways to try to work some key points in his defense there. There's my Glitterade behind there. It's right here. 
So I guess now I can I can go ahead and do the introduction. I sort of sandbag you guys. We've been recording for a minute now. So hello to everyone. Hey guys. I'm Kevin. I'm RJ. I'm Rico. Yeah, Rico is in the house. Hopefully we hear a little bit more Rico than last Hopefully. time. You never know. Drop some knowledge on us, man. It, it was, was mainly through that like ten minute block that got edited out immediately after, or not it accidentally muted. Like immediately after we tell him to start talking, it muted. Those were some <laughs> of the weird, the weirdest issues I've ever dealt with on a computer. I've granted this is my first touchscreen laptop, but I've never. It was just <laughs> registering that it looked like there was somebody just playing finger drums on my computer. It was touchscreen. It's yeah. right on the phone, but for a laptop, it's too much. Well, I, to be honest, I, it was like an after the fact with the laptop. I picked the laptop that I wanted based on what I needed. And oh, my, and in my price range. Yeah, and then okay. pretty I, as we're filling out the slips, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is a touchscreen. And I was like, oh. I can respect that. Well, all right, then. I don't think I'll use that very much, but it's good to know. So along with the, I wanted to just show you that, RJ, because we talked about it last night and I thought it was really relevant about, in, in line with the things we were talking about, how the, the political horse and pony show these oh, yeah. days, where it's just a bunch of ridiculousness. <laughs> and it, so on the lighter side, I'm going to, which, would you guys prefer, uh, it's always sunny or the Simpsons, which one do you think you know better? I think we should start with It's Always Sunny and yeah. save The Simpsons ones. Okay, yeah. Alright, that's that's probably the good way to do that. Because I won't... I, I also am not nearly as well-versed in Simpsons as I am in It's Always Sunny. So what I'm going to do here is quote, and you're going to have to guess if it's Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny or Donald Trump. And this one, so this is an old article that it actually, it popped up on my home screen today in Facebook as a memory, as something that somebody shared with me. Uh, and I believe it was before Trump was really a, a serious candidate. Like I said, it was, a, it was a year ago today. So it was probably definitely being considered, but I, I, I'm a little fuzzy on the timeline as far as when he became a, a legitimate threat and when it was still sort of looked at as a joke by everybody. But so this one was made I, without the intent of here's a presidential. They're not. This was just like, hey, Donald Trump's a funny, crazy guy. Let's compare him to Danny DeVito. This, okay. this the, the next one that we'll have with Mr. Burns will have been done. It's talking about him being a presidential candidate. So, you know, what I mean? it's got a little bit, a little bit more of a spin on it, I'm sure. But let's see here. I'm going to just show you guys the article quickly so anybody watching can uh, check it out for themselves. But I'm going to take it away so I don't give away any answers because that would be pointless. So... Donald Trump or Frank Reynolds? Who said it? And uh, no cheating, Rico. No cheating. We're gonna go one at a time. 
So that way, it's going to be hard to keep track of. I got it. Well, what's what's our prize? You guys want to? Oh, we don't have the we don't have the bet hat ready. This is when we need the bet hat. So we have a uh, just sort of a well. Who? It's, you explain. I, oh, it's it's your concept. I definitely already. stole it. Yeah. I, it's definitely not mine. I definitely stole it off of uh, Ari Shafir's Punch Drunk Sports podcast. Um, and they have a bag of bets where, like, every time they have a good, like, consequence for losing a bet, they just write it down and they throw it in a bag. And then any time they would have something like this, you draw out the, uh, the bet. Um, so, like, we would agree to a bet that we don't know what it's going to be. And once we agree on it, we'd have to draw it out. And whatever the, the consequence is, that's what you have to do. So do you guys have any <laughs> any ideas for a, for a quick bet on this? No. <laughs> Only cash comes to mind, and I don't want to bet cash. No, no, that takes all the fun out of it. It's got to be like... Yeah, I want to come up with some something interesting, quirky stuff. You really don't kind of want odd. to do. So, all right, so no bet this time. We'll get we'll get the bets ready for ne- for next next week. We'll have some I'll, bets I'll going. So, I'll have some next week. Do you guys... Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, so the very first one, here we go. There's nothing more threatening to a man than a woman who's smart and attractive. Who's this go to? You guys, but I was going to just say, have you both guess, and I can oh, just tell you the answer. I think that was, it's always summer. Yeah. Ding, ding, you are right. That is, that is a Frank Reynolds. All right. All the women flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. I'm going to go with Reynolds. Is Donald Trump. Jesus fuck. Rico at plus one. I'm not going to keep your guys' score. I'm just going to keep track of the lead. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> the first two weren't as fun for me. That one, that one I feel like, really is a coin flip. Yeah. Reynolds? I'm going to go with Trump again. Go Trump again. Da, 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 da. It is Donald Trump. Rico with the oh, two points. No, I'm not showing him on the screen. I, I, the, it's got. You can't look at the answers and the questions at the same time. Yeah, it's Rico with the early two point lead. How high are we going? How do I win? I don't want to have to guess. I mean, there's not that. There's not that many questions. Uh, you know, at, at some point. Rico's tired of beating my ass all You're, you're tired. Four, four questions in, and Rico's like, man, I'm fed up with this. I just don't know when the end game is. The, the, no, I mean, you're getting, the, 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 the game is, yeah, if you have the lead, when the questions run out, you win. Okay. Nobody's eating anybody's babies. Frank. Frank, I don't even think I have to look, but I'll double check. Frank Reynolds, number five. A certificate of live birth is not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination as a birth certificate. Trump. Yeah, that, see, that was so specific. <laughs> I mean, Rico, it's, it's got to be Super Trump, right? Political. Yeah, it's just that one but I is see Mr. Him, Trump. I could see an episode where something like that would need said. Maybe, but <laughs> it's so answer-ish. Yeah. It's not just blurting out. Yeah, that doesn't sound like that could be in a television show. This one, this one does. 
A woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. <laughs> that sounds like something Trump would say. Frank Reynolds, please. You think it's Frank Reynolds? <laughs> and then Rico says Trump, huh? That is Frank Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> it's like if I just got out there. If that, if, please, please don't tell me uh, there are people voting for Trump if that got out That's there. hilarious. <laughs> I kind of wanted to say it just because how funny would that be? <laughs> the next, uh, up next, people are tired of these nice people. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I'm skipping some of the, the bad ones. I'm not going through all 40 of these. Jesus Christ, they found yeah. 40? They have oh. found 40. Number 11. Well, that's why I didn't have a, I didn't have a way to answer you because I was like, I'm not going to make us go through all 32. I don't want to tell him that there's 30 questions because it's four questions in and he's already over it. So I know how lazy are. I just seen the questions and got worried. Like this is a long list. Oh no, I won't. I won't put you. Don't just read them. I uh, can't read them. I can see that there's a lot of words on paper. Up next. That's the bad Korea. We're gonna stick with Trump. Yeah, Trump. Frank Reynolds. Ah. Yes, I finally got you guys on a Trump one or a Reynolds one. I like it. Come on, I need to get a couple more right just to cinch out my victory. Gotta come home with the win. Might be disappointed. Can't be a disappointment. Oh, this here. This is a good one. The only kind of people I want counting my money are little short guys that wear Yarmulks every day. Frank. Frank. That is Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, he got me. <laughs> you guys are going to know this one, but I'm saying it anyway. Two dudes getting married? That doesn't seem very gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Frank. I remember the episode. That's, oh, I love it. Oh, shit. Well, let's see here. What is next? <laughs> I can't believe it. Here's another one. I'm just going to throw it out there. You don't even have to respond. I got my Magnum condoms. I got my Wada hundreds. I'm ready to plow. <laughs> they, they, they threw us a couple Obama? of softballs. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> That's actually Joe Biden, so that's the sneak attack. Trick question. You know, you know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a lady and as long as you, oh, sorry, sorry. I read it the wrong line. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. Is it in that... That is the direct quote. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> no, nobody wants to take a stab. Um, going Reynolds, Rico? I'm gonna, I yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm just wipe this up. But I can't see him using the ands like that. It sounded like... It was... Like, oh, there's only one and. Let me read it again. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got... A young and beautiful piece of ass. Trump. Trump? Yeah. Trump? What number was that? Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. At first it sounded like he was trying to like rap it a little. 
was like, I can't see him like speaking like that. Well, somebody's doing the raping. Who's doing the raping? Trump. Who's doing the raping? <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw you a softball. Trump one is yeah. In life, you have to rely on the past, and that's called history. Trump. Well, I guess it would have been George Bush. That just seems like something obvious. W would have said. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's Donnie boy. Okay, let's see. Oh, wait, wait. Nice. It's only one point lead. Got on me now. Yeah. Ooh, I, ooh. Catching up. Okay. How okay. high are we going? How, how do we want it? Well, when I'm winning, we went, we were done. How about let's see? There's a one point lead. Let's set a let's set a gap now. You guys, what do you want? Three more questions or five more questions? Three. Three more questions. All right. Down, down, down. Animals should be food, rugs, and trophies. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Frank. No, Reynolds. Frankie. You are right. You are right. wait. Yep, yep, you are right. Sorry, I had to check myself. We almost pulled a Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, oh man, so these, these are some of these are real obvious. This Why do you even get uncomfortable when people say things like his answers, like the sexual or something? This yeah, is like my favorite parts of the episode. <laughs> yeah, everything he says, everything that Frank says is usually one of my. Oh, I was talking about Steve favorite. Harvey. Oh, you're talking about Steve Harvey? Oh, my, yeah. Um. All right, one. There's two left. So, the point is that you can't be too greedy. Trump. Reynolds. Oh, I forgot this was. Oh, was it? Oh shit. Um. Twenty-eight is Trump. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's done, and that's probably good because these questions weren't nearly as funny as I wanted them to be. And I feel bad. I told you, I was typing out after four. You need to understand the vibes I give off. I I should have. I'll trust you more. It won't happen again, Rico. Forgive me. I'm not right every time, but I do try sometimes. Well, so. Hopefully the Mr. Burns episode, the Mr. Burns round goes a little better. We might, we I don't know why, just, yeah. I can see it lining up better. <laughs> I think it could be a little better because we won't know any of those, any of those quotes. So, you said you had something for me, RJ. Oh, I was just seeing where they were like complaining about the uh, athletes housing at the Rio Olympics. And yeah. I mean, if they're always doing that, they did it for Sochi, that kind of shit. Yeah. There. Look how terrible like, my living conditions but are. People are only going to stay there one time. Yeah. Like, how good do you make it? Well, and my thought cut towards it is, is just imagine if if it's so bad for the Olympic athletes that, you know. Yeah, it's probably the still. They're still, yeah, exactly. there's, there's still Olympic athletes. So it's probably still an upgrade to what you would normally see. Right. Oh, you think, like, the athletes aren't, like, to that kind of like... No, I'm saying that there's probably a lot of people living there that would kill for those accommodations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Like, the shit they tore down and people they pushed out were living in a lot of shit. Yeah. Than like, it's really fucked up that they have to just build a new coliseum every year for this <laughs> shit. Right? Which you only use one time. <laughs> we'll waste so much money. 
Well, that's why I proposed this the other day. We need to just have virtual virtual reality yeah, Olympics, just all straight up VR. Let the athletes just stay at home. They can just, you know, pool. There'll be a couple of them you might actually have to show up for, but let's just, you know, just take it. Just take the whole spectacle out of it. Everybody can just watch at home. You should just have the arrow dome. What's the arrow dome? Like, it's the field in the sky. It can go wherever. That okay? That's I was envisioning like a like a Captain America space station. One of those movies, yeah, with a big dome on it. People playing some futuristic football jetpacks. That sounds fantastic. I I like your idea. I think that's a good use. The future is coming. Good use of tax dollars right there that's what they're gonna be here sooner than you think 45 why is the arrow down floating around oh yeah what is going on with life right now going way too fast people are gonna hear this right now and say you know this rico dude's crazy but people call hg wells crazy bag of bets I'm willing to bet 45 years there's not an arrow down flying around let's do this now all right boom lay it down I'm gonna find your ass there down. needs to be a contingency if somebody's dead. One of you guys needs to tattoo this bet on your wrist or something. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see it holding up. Yeah. I never Probably did. not. Never. But they thought H.G. Wells was crazy when he said that they were, the time soon would come where there would be sports stadiums all across America. Because at that, you got to remember there was a time when football and basketball were only played by children. So the concept if somebody jumped in a time machine and pulled somebody from that time up here, they would think, like, are you guys? Yeah. There wasn't college teams serious. in HGO's era? I don't know, like, what era he was. It, it was started with, and even, even at its infancy with college, it still wasn't the whole, at, at all, There's the just level an exercise. that it's gotten. You know, it, they didn't have big stadiums, massive stadiums for it and everything. At, you know, at, at it, there was a time where that was thought of to be like, that's ridiculous. That would never happen, yeah. you know. And so that's something I always try to keep in mind. Like when I I fully could see if there's money to be made off of it and there would be a lot of money to be made off of it, then, yeah, I could see that someday. I could see a floating city, Bioshock style. <laughs> oh, out the ocean? Wherever. Just, I mean, there's plenty of sky. Yeah. <laughs> and clouds weigh a lot, if you don't know. <laughs> That's her, like, biggest, my most favorite, like, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or what I would call it, but... It gets me all the time, man. How can you wait that much and be able to play? Fucking clouds, if they just fell all at once. People get all one. I think... It's hilarious. I never thought about that. What would happen, <laughs> you know, what would like happen the, if the, the clouds the fell on us? The cumulus clouds, the yeah. fluffy, fluffy ones, the average one of those weighs about 100 million pounds. What? Just floating in the air. You know how you just see a fucking field? Like, yeah. there's more water in the air than fucking people 1. around 1. you. 1.1 million pounds. 1.1 million pounds. 1.1 million pounds. That's, That's still a lot. My, you're blowing my mind right now. I mean, every day's a school day, but I did not know that clouds weighed. Give it to me one more time. 1.1 million pounds. 1.1 million pounds. So what, so you said you've had the thought of, like, what would happen if all the clouds fell like, down? Well, when they fall, they just turn into rain, but... Yeah. If just a huge ass ice wind came out of space and froze a cloud or two. Oh. Shit's getting all fucked up. Okay, now I'm with you. Okay, I was following. It's it's never going to happen. I'm not really banking on it, but just food for thought. (laughs) 
Like gravity fucked up for just a split for second. just a second, and they they didn't fall apart. Like you were drowned in the cloud. <laughs> you you were drowned in the cloud. So, do we have contact yet from our guests? Because I just want well, to soccer magazine. Yeah, I, think I, want, I forgot to even mention at the beginning that they're going to be on. Well, I yeah, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to sort of give the, give well, that introduction now to them, but I before we call them, I don't want them to think that. We are not ready for them. Yeah, I told so, them to message me when they were ready. But, um, oh, okay, fair enough. Well, we'll just <laughs> let you guys know that we have Sucker Magazine coming on soon to talk with us. I'm, I'm really freaking excited about that. Uh, it's a big deal to me. I would love to write for a magazine someday in some alternate reality. And so I'm, I'm going to have a bunch of interesting questions. I wonder what they're life is like what they got going on, they got going on. we uh so i'll go ahead and you're working on some short little... stories though like you haven't gotten well yeah but... Aspect, but you you write you dabble well we which is why it's going to be really interesting i get to like to hear somebody here hear some people that do this for a living they do something that is a i think is a wonderful hobby for me right now and they make careers out of it and that's just that's really cool to me, that's really what it's all about, finding a way for work not to feel like work. And we have their website here. You guys can just go to SuckerMagazine.com. I don't know what is going on with my software here. There we go. We're as ready boom, as boom, we boom. could be. I'm sorry. Ready as, <laughs> ready as we could be. Right on. Um, well, our, our, yeah, RJ... What, because uh, you know, you want, you will you do this introduction for me while I dial up these calls here? Yeah, so we're going to have Yvonne. Uh, she's a writer, contributor there. Uh, Dylan is their music editor. She's in Oregon. Yvonne's in California. Um, and then Madison's in Seattle, and she's their editor-in-chief. Like, she got the thing started, I guess. Um, I could have those ass backwards, and they're probably screaming right now. Uh, <laughs> but I think uh, they'll probably that would give them something to fill us in on. Um. Yeah, I just need to, I'm pulling up, I've got to get them on the phone. Unfortunately, because of the way that we broadcast here, because we want to go live, I can't have them call me, so I've got to make these calls real quick. So, did, oh man, this thing is not, not really working for me. That's scary. Uh, yeah, that's actually why we had the late start today, though, because they're over on the West Coast, so we didn't want to. Trying to have them get out of bed so early. Yeah, that's trying to be nice. So like, hey, yeah, we want you to wake up at nine on a Sunday <laughs> and talk with us about some stuff. Great. Okay, so there's one. Right. Um, <laughs> so you have to. What? I'm. I mean, you guys are you guys are killing me here. <laughs> I'm trying to. So, yeah, you guys, we're, we're on the radio, like, talk, so, say something. I'm, all right. I'm the one guy who, the one guy who should have a pass right now to not have to talk. Okay. Actually, the reason you're having an issue is because their Wi-Fi is currently down. I can't talk <laughs> so and type at the same time. So, I'm not, yeah. I'm, well, I'm not, I don't have talent or anything, guys. Come on. Like, I don't want to start rambling. Help me out. Shit. No. Yeah, you know, I don't hear me ramble. Okay, so today I was walking around and I seen a squirrel outside. I got lost in my shit. 
strongest squirrel I've ever seen. That's level seven today. And I caught him on the first try and got a great toss. <laughs> What's a great toss? Well, see, there you go. I got That's... 50 experience points for my great toss. Do you? Yeah. Right on. My squirrel. So we, we have, we are waiting. I guess we'll, we're just going to have to press on for the time being yeah. until they're, because um, we have reached out and we will have Sucker Magazine <laughs> staff here to tell us all about what they do shortly. Shows you what happens when the internet goes down. Yeah. Fast, yeah. Fucking shit is I honestly, you know. We can I, just call you Vaughn for now. Okay. I, I, but, I did. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on Two here. separate stories going on here, I suspect. <laughs> yeah. Whose Wi-Fi is truly down? Yeah. Are yeah. we even live right now? Yeah, are we what? coming true? Is this reality? <laughs> yeah, no. See, we predict our predictive programming is. They're like, shit, they're on to us. We got to do it now. How do I do the whole Hangouts thing from my computer? Uh, oh shit! Uh -oh. Do you got? Do you just want to give a quick tutorial to everybody? Just yeah. for the dead air. A quick tutorial uh, yeah. on the uh, on how on Google Hangouts. Well, yeah. I, all she, I, I sent her an invite, so just tell her to type in Google Hangouts. Okay. And then. It, through her Gmail account, you know, it has its own website, and then, uh, then she'll log in with her Gmail. Yeah, be in the notifications bar. So yeah, you have an invitation. What you guys did not see coming today is you're gonna get a little lesson on Google Hangout. What, where else? Okay. What other podcasts can you get that? Thanks. Say what? Madison's Wi-Fi is up now. So Mad again, well, again, I I sent these. Request out. We should. <laughs> yeah. some live, live listening to our you know technical what I difficulty. Here is that this time it's not our fault? Well, that's <laughs> a little. It's bit. never. It's like a 70 30. For the first time. It is definitely still, I mean. It's totally your fault. It's, it's, yeah. So I can still blame you. Yeah, it's my okay, fault. That, talk that's good. That. That's how it works. She's send, uh, send Madison another invite. And she says she accepted the request. I don't see her here. Say something. Are you there, Madison? Nope. What are you calling? <laughs> All right, so there's. Sent that one again. Uh -huh. So. It's all breaking down. It's falling apart at the seams here, yeah. Well, if you guys uh, have a better way of doing this that you know about, feel free to drop yeah. a comment. Yeah. Do we have an email address where these people can help us out at? It's on the Facebook page. So you go to Bad Dinner Guests on Facebook and check it out. There's actually a phone number to get a hold of us as well as email. Yep. You can even we'll call be, and cuss us up. We'll be getting yeah. support. Toll free. Toll free. Right now we're just kind of a local number. So mm. it's just, just your classic phone. Anyway, right. Yeah. I, just for... In the future, I'd like I'd love to take calls so we can be like the one show that doesn't have a screening process, <laughs> and it's literally you just have to take the call, you just have to deal with have it. Have you ever seen the videos, the YouTube videos of like people calling into those like free to air radio shows and just saying stupid shit or calling into like CNN? I am. <laughs> oh, hey. hi. Hi, Madison. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys? We Great. literally just figured out how to do this. So. This is this Google <laughs> Hangouts thing is, is pretty confusing, but it's okay. 
Yeah, we apologize for that. Uh, we don't have Yvonne yet. I sent the email out. She said she accepted the request. She she... What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just left you hanging. Hey, okay, I just uh, messaged her, but hello, we're here. Well, it's us. we can, okay, well, welcome, guys. We will, hopefully, she will join us soon. <laughs> but in the meantime, we have you here, so... Why don't you guys, what? Turn the volume up on this just a little bit. Turn the volume up, okay. Turn it up. Turn it up to 11. Yes, absolutely. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves first, so so that way I don't do you a disservice. Um. Well, we started at this magazine. Who are and, you? Uh, my name you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sucker Magazine. My name is Madison. Um, I live in Seattle, and I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> um, I'm Dylan. I do not live in Seattle anymore. I live in Corvallis, Oregon. I go to Oregon State. Um, and I am the music editor for Sucker Mag. And I am also drinking coffee right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're... I keep forgetting. We were, like, really rapidly eating hummus and carrots because we were like we can't be eating these like during the podcast so oh yeah thank you that that would have been really entertaining yeah, though, you guys the... chowing down chowing down yeah you guys you wouldn't even have been the first but last week we had a, a musician a local musician on and he brought cheetos into the studio oh my god and so that was and, and, and apparently he he was he didn't realize how close he was to the microphone, so that was a good time. And it's oh. it, it's funny people kind of forget that the microphone picks up everything. That was probably such a nice thing to listen to. <laughs> oh yeah, especially when you don't remember when you go back with your headphones on and you're sitting there oh. listening to it. And it's, <laughs> no. Well, that might have been because when I listened through it, I didn't hear that. So that might have been through the period where Rico was blanked out because it was. Oh okay. Yeah, but so tell us more about Sucker Magazine because we have checked it out. But again, I think it's best to let you guys tell the people what you're about. And I'm going to put your website up here on the screen. Um, well, so Madison basically got this thing started. And he hey, guys. Oh, oh, here. Hey. Hey. hey! I finally made it. <laughs> you mother. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> There's a contributor just joined in, so we got the whole crew. Um, Everybody's here now. Cool. So I'll, I'll just carry on with what I think I was saying. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about. <laughs> yes, sorry. So Madison sent us sent an initial. We had an initial group of people who were all involved with Sucker Magazine, and she sent us all this group, basically saying, "Hey guys, I want to start a magazine." And we were like, "That's really cool. Like, hell yeah, let's uh, sure, let's do it." And and within the single month we were able to like get our shit together enough to like interview Colleen Green and yeah. start this magazine at the beginning of the year and it kind of happened so fast and we don't really know um I mean it just it really did happen so fast all of a sudden I was like oh shit the press passes for things like what is happening and I we're all still you know in our 20s and we're a bunch of just yeah, idiots we're a bunch of assholes we're just a bunch of fucking that. idiots yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we just yeah, based on that story I gathered, yeah, it sounded like idiots to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dumb as a Dumb as a no, I'm just kidding. So, like, from inception to press passes, how long was that? 
Um, we launched, like, officially our website on January 1st. So, yeah, New Year's, January 1st, and before that we were working on stuff and, like, interviewing people. Is there cinnamon in this coffee? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we were, like, we launched on January 1st, and before that we were able to grab some cool interviews and, like, get stuff together. So, I don't know. I think I just pretended to be cooler than I was, and people believed me. That's usually... (laughs) So, that's actually what we've been doing this weekend. We've been at Capitol Hill Block Party, and it's our last day. And so, we got these... these press passes and like these photo passes for the part for a block party and first thing they're like go up to this like media lounge or whatever we go up there and like this is no media lounge like this is a vip party they're serving prime ribs like on steaks (laughs) or like on on platters and we were just like we don't belong here (laughs) like at all yeah i started screaming about free like ipas and they were like who are you get out (laughs) everyone in there is like like so fancy and so important like i swear to god like NPR is up there, and we're just like, cool, we're here, and uh, where's the free IPAs? We here. <laughs> I don't like IPAs, so. Me either, but they were free, so I was screaming. <laughs> but there is free tequila shots, and oh, yeah. I will never turn that down. <laughs> the moral of the story is start a magazine, get press passes. Yeah, yeah moral of the story. Um, moral of the story is just fake it until. Until you make it. <laughs> fake it until you moderately make it. Sort of so. make it. I would say we've made it. <laughs> But I feel like we made it when we were up there. When I got that free, when I got that free prime rib, just like kind of put in my hand, I was like, I have made it. They they didn't have silverware. No, they had plates. I wasn't even there. You weren't even there. So when you get the fork, then you'll that that'll be the moment when you're like, okay, I'm cutting this steak. Now I've made it. They give me free silverware. They trust me with the knives. They trust me with the knives. So, what? The uh, how hard was it in the beginning? Did were you guys all already doing this before you all came together to make the magazine? Was what was that like? I I in college was the arts and entertainment editor for my college's newspaper, and I've like written for a lot of magazines. But I was just really bored, and I was like, that'd be cool to do my own thing. And then Dylan, have you done stuff before this? Like yeah, I write, and then I know a few of us write or who have written before this, um, and our arts editor, Jess, she primarily, I mean, she goes to an art school, she knows her, she knows everything about, like, art and all that, the stuff that goes into it. Yeah, um, a lot of the people are cool because they're, like, artsy people, and Yvonne, you've been writing and stuff before, right? Yeah, um, I'm in journalism, so, like, I didn't really start getting into, like, um, Huh? Are you in the bathroom? No. <laughs> Why? It's you... echoing really a lot. Are you listening to the Oh, oh god. Um <laughs> uh, wait, did I hear a wait? Go on, it's fine, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just the way you asked it was are, are you are you in the bathroom I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna hang up the call. That's what if she was like, yeah, I really take shit. Well, then that would deal with it. Okay, so, sorry, sorry, Vaughn. So you, you right, you right? That's where you were? Yeah, so I've, I've been majoring in it, and so, um, yeah, so I've had a lot of fun. So, like, with school and then with soccer, I've had a lot of chances to, like, really go out and do stuff, and that's, I don't know, I feel like that has helped me a lot and has just like progressed 
my writing. Or, like, help me progress. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're an awesome writer, so that's Yeah, cool. you're... Dig it. So, because that's something... I, I have never written a journalism outside of a, a class in college, but as somebody who has not gotten any short stories out there, uh, one of the reasons we started this thing really was to just sort of have our own outlet. Uh, besides the podcast, we do some videos and, and some writing ourselves. So was that... was did you guys, how hard was the struggle of actually just getting your work out there before this? Um, it was, it's also weird, like, when you're, um, writing for someone else's magazine, they, like, assign you stuff that you don't want to fucking write. Like, one time I wrote about, like, a shoe drive for my college paper, and I was, like, so mad that I was writing about sh a shoe drive. Yeah, writing, like a writing for college papers... <laughs> kind of suck. Yeah, because uh, it's like you're not writing about what you want to write about, so that was, it wasn't that hard, like, writing for Sucker Magazine because I want to do it. It's about stuff that, I actually care about. That's, like, a lot of the reason why I was so excited to get on board with Sucker is because I, I hadn't really had my outlet yet until, until Madison presented the idea of Sucker, and so that's when I was like, oh, damn, like, this is, this could be a way for me to, to start my career in a way that I want to start my career, and and you can't necessarily always jump through those hoops of what you need to do in order to, like, make it in your, in your field or whatever, but I think that Sucker was a good way for me to get my start, because I didn't really have a lot of inspiration to write prior to, to Sucker. I was kind of, like, doing it for college, and was like, meh, like, alright, I'm doing it, I have to be doing it to get a grade, but now I just get excited to be involved in something that's kind of like my own, you know? Yeah, so you really get to just focus on the things you actually have some passion for instead of you know, somebody assigning you to stuff. Yeah. And that was enough to push you guys to, to just put yourselves out there and start this thing. That... Yeah, and that's why I think also everyone was so on board with it when I presented the idea because, like, why would you Zero not? Hesitation. Like, why... We had, I mean, we had, like, some people here and there. <laughs> we, had, we had a few, we had a few interesting... People. But that's kind of part of, that's totally part of it, is to just go through, you know, there's going to be people who aren't really supportive, but, um, fuck them. Oh, yeah, we, we, that's something we can relate to you on, it, I'm sure. You're definitely going to run into a few people that, you know, ask you why instead of why not, you know, like, why, why would you want to do any of that? Well, because it's better than better than going to work for somebody else all day that's the way i see it yeah. so i have to i have to tell you guys i was a little worried at first when rj said that he had had booked you guys almost i almost i felt like we were going to let you down i wasn't sure exactly if, if it was going to be a good fit and then i got on your twitter and the, <laughs> like, uh, the description <laughs> says like, art and music and anarchy and i was like yeah all right we're going to get along just fine <laughs> So, which one's the anarchist? Um, I'd say that's the mo mostly that's like Madison. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Madison's, from my just like opinion on Madison, is that she's a loose cannon. So, <laughs> tell who, who runs our Twitter. But if you don't know Madison's personal Twitter, that's a, that's a territory you don't really want to venture into. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I, 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 yeah, you really just sprung our curiosity here. What? What did you say? 
I'm really curious oh about this. Yeah, you got us. Yeah, you got. Oh God! What oh is man. Um, is Madison with six A's and two I's? I'm bringing it up. Oh, he's pulling. He's pulling. Oh, he's it bringing it up at. Yes. Quick. Oh, and it's, my name is Frickin' on there. Like, Frickin'. Frickin'. Your, your name you is can, on you can, you can say it. You don't, you don't have to say Frickin' if you don't want. It's We, oh, it's we have a little explicit disclaimer. So oh, you, you, you can say it. Oh, no. It's, that's her name. Oh, it's, that's your name. Oh. <laughs> I don't... I'll, it's not fucking. It's Frickin'. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that is awesome. Oh, I like, I like it. So, what... What's been your favorite thing, aside from obviously being able to do your own thing and run your own magazine, what specific job so far has been one that sticks out or your favorite one or maybe even the worst like, one? <laughs> out of, like, the magazine or, like, in my life? Um, I guess maybe as the magazine. Like, what's the most interesting yeah. thing you guys have covered so far? Well, I got to interview, like, one of my favorites, so I like this band called The Gits, um, but they're not really a band anymore because their singer was murdered, and I got to interview the drummer when they had their first show back with a different singer in, like, 20 years or something, and I got to sit down, like, at a bar with the drummer, and he let me interview him. His name's Steve Moriarty, and it was so awesome. Um, personally, my favorite thing that I've been able to cover so far is that I got to um, interview Dale Krober of the Melvins um, pretty recently after he was named among the top 100 drummers of all time by Rolling Stone. Um, that was a super, super cool interview. Um, the Melvins were amazing. That was a really cool show to be able to cover and be able to just, like, stand side stage for. Um, but Dale Krober was, like, the nicest guy, and just he was such a legend, and it was just so cool. To be, it was like it was an absolute honor to actually sit down with Dale Crover and talk about his success and their their band and the years that went like just into that one album that they had just put in put out. It was amazing. Yeah, and just like there was that one guy from Vine that was supposed to be in it, like Nicholas. McGill oh my god, I forgot about that. You were supposed to like feature him as an artist, and he like totally was just. Kind of an, he was a, kind honestly, of a dick. He was an asshole. Kind of a dick, and so we made a um, whole comic about him. We made fun of him really hard. I wanted to be just blast dude. an artist that's an asshole. Yeah. Well, like, okay, it wasn't like, we're not gonna, like, I, Okay, I remember I was, uh, I think I was doing finals uh, during that time, so I was pretty checked out for that week. I was like, all right, guys, like, I'm checking out this week, and I just remember being like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna have this artist on, Nicholas McGallis or whatever. He's from Vine. And then two days later, they're like, I check our group message, and they're just like, it's like all of a sudden just a roast session of Nicholas McGallis, like, fuck this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what the hell, guys? Like, you had one job, just get an artist. <laughs> and I'm like, and now you're writing, like, a slam comic on him? What is wrong with all of you? Um, That's awesome. But it ended up being really funny. He never ended up saying anything. But I think our policy at Sucker Magazine is just to be as honest as possible. And and um, so, I feel yeah. like Kanye West stole our idea when he made the famous video because he definitely saw our comment. What is going on there? What? With Kanye. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, um, what is going on with Kanye? I think that he's. I don't know. I will never. You will never ever catch me dissing Kanye. I love him more than more than life itself. Catch so. Me. Hating on Taylor for I, every day. I personally, like, I grew up listening to Kanye West. 
and I respect him as an artist so much, even if he is kind of like my problematic fave. Um, <laughs> I, I adore the man. So what I'm hearing is you'll be endorsing him in 2020 for absolutely. president? Absolutely. Sucker Mag will absolutely be endorsing Kanye in 2020. We finally broke some major news on this network. We've got Kanye's got Sucker Mag at his back for <laughs> next year's election. You, you heard it first on, on uh, Bad Dinner Guest. You heard it first. <laughs> Oh, so when it comes, I have no idea, and I'm sure most of the people listening don't have any idea. I mean, they pick up magazines all the time and just read the articles. What What's your process? Is it difficult to find people? Because I know, are, are you looking for certain types of artists or, you know? Um, I definitely, like, want, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I like almost everything. It's, like, the weirder the better, in my opinion, and luckily the people that want to connect and submit artwork to us so far are like just fucking weirdos so that's cool we um. <laughs> we love anything just weird and cool and if you think if you think what you submit is like good and you respect your own art chances are we will respect it just as much as you do so. yeah because i mean when i started sucker magazine it was like want i want to like have a platform for people to put like put their artwork out there that isn't like that they actually want to do because it's hard to find a place like that so i'm like not I'm not all very like it's not like exclusive like I will I'll put almost anything on the website like just don't send me a dick pic probably and then I probably wouldn't do that. unless it's tasteful and like you know what if it's, it's a paint what if it's painted what if it's a collage of smaller dick pics <laughs> like like honestly a, like a mosaic of I would, if, made out of dicks like if I if that was submitted, and if I like opened up my sucker magazine email, and that was the first thing I would see, I think I'd be more impressed than freaked out. I'd be like, somebody out there took the time to do to this. do this and send it to us. So yeah, we'll put it up. Sucker <laughs> <laughs> magazine wants your dick pic right now. We'll put it on. That is side. not what we're saying, but. <laughs> Well, you guys know where can people send their dick pics to? Yeah, where? Yeah, where do you want people to send their dick pics to? Submissions at suckermagazine.com. Right on. Yeah. So what? You guys, you said you're on your last day. How has it been? How's the trip been this weekend? So block party's been a kind of a doozy. The lineup, the lineup this year, honestly sucks. But in terms of a whole. A fully rounded lineup. To me, I have to have more than five artists that are like blow my mind away. But so far, I'm just like, mm, all right, we got three passes, so we'll go. That's kind of been the, the vibe. But the first day we saw Mo, it's like spelled M O with that slash. I don't know how to formally pronounce that. She was amazing. She was so good. And then we saw, um, fuck, who else did we see? I saw this band called Mommy Long Legs and this band Boyfriends yesterday, and they're so good. We saw Odessa last night. They killed it. I yeah. love Odessa. Um, and then today we're seeing the Joy Formidable. And um, and I'm gonna see Starfucker. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love Starfucker. That's all you guys. Every single band in the group. Yeah, we're just over here like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, all right, that's all. Yeah, we're actually we'll be live streaming Starfucker from the main stage. If we can get good connection. If we can get good connection, it's been kind of spotty, but we'll try to do a live stream with Starfucker because they put on such a fun show. It's crazy. 
So but, uh, where are you going to be live streaming from? Because I, I will legitimately be watching at least. So Twitter. our Twitter, we have a Periscope hooked up to our Twitter that we've been live streaming the festival from. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so your Twitter, um, I'll pull it up here real quick so people can see it. But what what is it? It's at, at, at Sucker Magazine. magazine. Oh, there it is. Boom. There it is. So, oh, that is fantastic. So what time, what time is Starfucker on? So I know when to tune they in. They are on at 8 o'clock p.m. Yes, that is, see, that's, you guys just made my day. I'm, I'm glad. I have to cut my other podcast early today. Yeah, well, it's tonight. yeah, it's tonight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well worth it. What kind of music do you guys find yourselves like going to festivals for? You guys across the board, like you'll go to any kind. So I am. I really like all kinds of music except for like country music. But like the names on a festival that will absolutely like draw me in are big hip hop names for sure. Like I just got back from Pemberton last weekend, and when I saw like Ice Cube and Method Man and Red Man on the lineup, that was what like grabbed me. And like Tyler the Creator and Vince Staples, like yeah, I love I love hip hop, and so um, but also just like big name. I mean like Modest Mouse. When I saw Modest Mouse at, on Sasquatch last year, I was like, holy shit. I mean, granted, being from the Northwest, it's not like a weird commodity to see Modest Mouse, but I just love them, so it it really grabbed me. And then like The Cure was this just this last year as well just i don't know like it really depends i don't really have a specific genre that i like gravitate towards more but i know i always find myself getting really excited if i see a hip-hop artist that i like just because the atmosphere of that kind of music live is the best <laughs> does it make it is it harder or easier to work on a piece for instance like if you had your ultimate hip-hop lineup and you're supposed to cover it, does that make your job easier or does it make it harder for you to actually get the work done because you're just having too much fun? Yeah, it kind of is like when you're at a music festival, like you want to have fun, but also you're like, I have to stay coherent enough to write. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a big – I've actually – that's so funny that you asked that because I was thinking about that not too long ago. Um because everybody was asking me, like, oh, are you going to be covering Pemberton? And I was like, um, I don't no. know. Like, that's kind of my off weekend. And that's what we were kind of thinking about Sasquatch, too. We were like, ooh, do we cover Sasquatch? Madison ended up covering Sasquatch for KEXP. But I personally, that was my birthday weekend. So I was like, I'm not going to be worried about anything. I'm just going to, like, hang out and enjoy it. Um, yeah. However, writing reviews on that kind of stuff, if you remember a show well enough, you'll be able to write a review on it without having to think too hard. It's it's cool the way that, that works. Oh, okay. So you don't have to sit there and jot notes down. In the, yeah, no, like the I can remember every single detail from a show that really like I like I love. So I remember when I was writing for KEXP about Sasquatch, I had like drunken notes in my phone. Like I found one <laughs> about ASAP Rocky, just like absolutely drunkenly going off about how he was 45 minutes late. Like it's the most misspelled, like fucking, like hot mess of a note on my phone I've ever seen. It yeah. was so funny. Yvonne, what about you? <laughs> um, For me, I have to like, I don't know, I feel like I have to get all the songs written down, or at least like the ones that a lot of people like. Um, But for me, it's, it, I don't know, it kind of depends because there will be like some bands that I really like that have like so-so shows, I guess. Um, So not much of it is very like like, Starfucker, when I covered Starfucker, that was, like, a really fun show. Because they have, like, a face light show. And then they have, like, the sex dolls, the bullet dolls. And that's obviously, like, 
stuck out. But I don't know. It's like you guys kind of hit and miss for me. Like sometimes it's really hard to come to a show. Like, um, like there was a there was a burger and a forty five year celebration. And that one was kind of tough, honestly. But I don't know. It all just depends. Yeah, and you and me are trying to go to Desert Days, too, which would be fun. Oh, the lineup is amazing, honestly. Yeah, oh, and me and Dylan are, uh... We're trying to get to... No, we're going to Warped Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Madison and I are covering Warped Tour this year. So we're going to... Oh, my God. Emo Days, and it's... (laughs) Oh, I never left my Emo Days. I don't know about... I'm still fully flipped Emo. But yeah, we're going to Warp Tour. I'm really trying to cover Waka. I really want to interview Waka Flocka. I'm going to try and buy the um, runniest mascara ever so that when I cry. <laughs> I, want to, I want to interview Waka Flocka just like blunt in hand, like just talking business with Waka Flocka because that man is an absolute visionary. I want to read that interview. Uh, uh, I feel like I feel like you need to bring a camera with you for that interview. Yeah, like, absolutely. I really want to try to get that like on yeah. video. Periscope. Periscope that entire interview because that would be absolutely lit. <laughs> That's great. Everybody tweet Waka and let them know. Let's suck it back. At Waka, please. Waka. Please pay attention to us. I don't think Waka. <laughs> no. So besides like um, interviewing other people, you guys. Do you contribute, you contribute some of your own pieces and your own artwork and stuff to the site as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. So you guys, any, any of you guys got one that you're particularly proud of that you want to talk to us about a little bit? I can uh, pull it up on the screen. I, uh, the David Bowie thing that we all did together that was That really was pretty cool. sick. I actually didn't write. I just doodled this, like, thing for David the David Bowie tribute thing because I was busy. But... Um, I think my favorite thing that I've personally written was maybe the open letter to the Riot Girls. That was pretty cool. Or the introduction to the Riot Girls. I don't know. That wasn't very good. That was good. Never mind. I enjoyed reading that one. What? I enjoyed reading that one. Oh, sure. thank you, Yvonne. I like Yvonne. Yvonne. Uh, your, your Vaughn. Your Vaughn. <laughs> hey, your Vaughn. Hey, your Vaughn. <laughs> I like your uh burger interview you interviewed like the one of the founders yeah. of burger that was so sick that was my favorite piece you've done yeah i remember the same thing like that was really fun to do like he was really nice and yeah. like to get to the band as well that was super cool yeah you've, you've gotten some good interviews but that's because you live in la so you're like right by everyone yeah, you're in you. you're in the hub yeah, um, yeah, definitely. There's been, like, a few, like, recently, just kind of, like, a flood of people who have added me on Facebook, and, like, their Facebook pictures are, like, either, like, kind of artsy, or you could just tell that they're a musician, and it's just so funny, because I'm, like, hmm. and, like, I don't know, a few people have, like, talked to me about, like, their music, and blah, 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 and they've asked about Sucker, they're, like, oh, yeah, like, I've seen... Well, the things you post, like, what do you do? And so I have to, like, go on and tell them about everything I do. So it's it's pretty cool. I'm trying to get more involved with the local scene. Not just, like, you know, like, the big names, but it's, yeah. Been, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, Madison. Or I don't know if you told Dylan about the thing, like, Wednesday with the shoe and the interview for that one band. <laughs> but, yeah, that's coming up. And, uh... There, yeah, there's also someone 
<laughs> yesterday who um, like asked me if I wanted to write something like for their I don't even know what it was exactly, but it sounded really cool. Like their ideas that they had were really cool. So I might have to when artists reach out to when they want to yeah. get involved when they like Sucker Magazine. It's cool. That's yeah. always my favorite thing is when people That's are like really dankest. quick to to ask, like, how can we get involved? I'm always like, uh, any way you want to get involved, that's so sick. Like, let me borrow this trash can. Hit my my line, like. (laughs) (laughs) Let me vomit first. Are you guys in three separate states? Yeah. We live in actually a lot of different places. So, Sucker Magazine as a whole, if people ask, like, oh, where is it located? And I'm just like, uh, the internet, like. (laughs) (laughs) Our home base is, is Hell. So I'm in Oregon. Actually, um, Lucy, who does, who's our film editor, she's actually only 45 minutes away from me in Eugene. Um, and then Madison is here in Seattle. Yvonne's in California. Jess and Kayla are in New York. Uh, Juliet is in France. Paris. Paris. Um, Tracy's in Tracy's, Austin. She's moving to Oregon too. We're all kind of like slowly moving to Oregon. <laughs> cough, cough, Madison. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, and then my cousin Nick, who's also on staff, he's in California as well. He's in San Francisco, so. You can really yeah. touch on all the bases, though. With that I, yeah, it's really And then, fun. yeah, Jen's in Chicago. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're all over the place. Oh, okay. You got some. You got some I was wondering if you had Slowly any taking questions. over the globe. Slowly, we're taking over the entire world, so watch out. Um, That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One step at a time. I'm still really weirded out over the cinnamon coffee, dude. You put cinnamon on the coffee grounds, and it's delicious. It I've never... I mean, it's good, but it's weird. But it's good, so I'll let is it go. Is it like a Spanish latte? Or something? No, so what you do, everyone, this is how you make good coffee. Listen up. You don't even... You can, like, drink it without sugar in it. It's delicious. Just melt <laughs> coffee in. Then you sprinkle some cinnamon, like You so. get, like, a mouthful of cinnamon. <laughs> Ew. So, it's so good. I just, took the, I just took the final sip and it was like all cinnamon. Oh. Cinnamon's good for you. <laughs> How good for you? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I'm gonna try, yeah, I'm gonna try some cinnamon. Anyways, oh. here's Wonderwall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, obviously I'm a huge piece of shit also. I totally forgot. My friend Alyssa also lives in Corvallis. Um, I'm like running over my head. She writes for us. She's amazing. Alyssa's work is incredible. Um, she's our like poetry extraordinaire on Sucker. And I, I'm, like, running over the list of people in my head. I'm like, we forgot somebody. We forgot somebody. Alyssa, she's in Corvallis with me. We're going to edit this part out so she never gets mentioned. Oh, yeah. she, she's, already, she's already let us know. I, she <laughs> let, I think she let us know. Uh, uh, you guys forgot me. forgot me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have a crush on Alyssa. So. I actually do have a really big crush. <laughs> Alyssa's single-handedly the only reason I didn't have a full-on meltdown if during finals week of college. If you guys don't know what Alyssa looks term. like, she's literally the hottest She's probably the hottest person on staff. She's a goddess, honestly. <laughs> well, I think you guys definitely have made up for it. I, I feel like she <laughs> got to be happy with you now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was your name again? Was it Alyssa? Yeah. No. Alyssa. Are, you, are you looking for somewhere? <laughs> Artie's going to try to pull up a poem. I was going to ask you guys um, if, uh, have you, so when it comes to these music festivals, do you have to reach out now, or, or are they, are music festivals letting you know? Um, there's both, but mostly I have to reach out, um, and there's, like, press people that, like, email you, and they, like, check you out to see if you're legit and stuff, so it's, it's always so, hard. So, I, 
still to this day, I'm not sure how um, how we got passes for Capitol Block Party because this is one bougie fest. Let also, me tell you. I'm not surprised we got into Warp Tour though. <laughs> Warp Tour, uh, Warp Tour, like before we even got the confirmation, I was like, yeah, I mean, we're probably doing press Warp Tour. Let like, just... I doubt we'll not, like, we won't get that one. But no, it's always cool, like, to see. Like, when Capitol Block Party said we could, I was like, whoa, like, did you, do you know who you're emailing? Could you imagine if we got denied Warp Tour but got approved for Block Party? No. <laughs> That'd be so weird. No. Going to all these shows and stuff, like, there has to be at least one really bad road trip or camping trip. Has anything just gone, like, completely bad? Mm. Uh, we haven't had to camp or do a lot of road trips. I mean, I had to drive from Corvallis to here, but that's not, I mean, a big deal. It's a five-hour drive. It's not the end of the world. I do it all the time, so. Okay. We haven't covered any events that, me, like, me or Madison personally haven't covered events that have gone, like, out of our way that were just a pain in the ass to get to. Oh, okay, actually, no, <laughs> I take that all the way back. It's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah, there we no, go. I take right that now. all the way back. So that show that I mentioned earlier that I covered, the the Melvin show, um, when I interviewed Dale Crover, that was on May Day in downtown Seattle, and there was a riot that erupted right outside of the fucking venue, and I inhaled pepper spray, or not pepper spray, tear gas, on my way inside, and I was kind of just, like, coughing really violently for like 20 minutes inside of like the lobby of the show box and they were probably like who the fuck is this person <laughs> like dying and so I had to like con conduct myself like gather myself before this interview but that was actually like the worst thing ever because I was just dodging tear gas and then like a fuck ton of studded belts and like punk dads <laughs> I was like this is the weirdest crowd of people just all calm inside of um Punk dads. Punk dads were uh, definitely. <laughs> Seattle got uh, taken over by punk dads once and again. Te and tear gas. <laughs> punk dads and tear gas. That needs to be our next podcast title. <laughs> I still think I still think the best band name could be ex girlfriend. Oh. It was what? Weaponized ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, that that <laughs> I think that takes the cake. So. I, Kind of along the lines of what RJ asked you, so when I, the, like a week or so ago, I got bored and I watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and I was kind of thinking about, like, you guys cover a lot of music festivals. Have you guys had any any weird, like, Hunter S. Thompson style moments? Have you guys seen some anything? That just Hunter S. Thompson is my favorite writer in the world. Oh, yes. Movie, so you just caught my attention. I am high-fiving you. I'm high-fiving you virtually. I, I actually have a touch screen, so I'm actually kind of messing stuff up right now as I slap. I'm not going to touch the screen because I know I will fuck it up, but I'm giving <laughs> <laughs> um, Have we had any moments? Sasquatch was, like, one giant... Sasquatch was weird. <laughs> Sasquatch was a weird weekend for us. I poured an entire beer in my lap. So, anyways, funny story. I'll tell the story because Madison. Okay, not gonna tell the story. I'm not gonna tell that story. We don't wanna. We don't know who's listening in right now because if Madison's mom's listening, sorry. I made some questionable disclaimer. Yeah, there was like no disclaimers to this interview, so you know what. Anyways, long story short. Sasquatch was kind of a weird... Long story short, I ended up somehow trying to take a sip out of the bottom of a beer can and just let it pour into my lap <laughs> while I was so confused why I can't sip out of a beer can. 
and, it, and I really like I, I just need everyone to picture like it was just us kind of sitting around in a circle just hanging grass. out in the grass all just silently watching this happen and just and we all needed to like take a minute before we started laughing hysterically at Madison but it was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life it was, and it wasn't embarrassing at all. <laughs> but if you mean in terms of just like, we, yeah, and in terms of just weirdness in general, um, kind of like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, I'd say that Sasquatch was probably that for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I, I figured there would have to be some. That, I've only been to a handful of music festivals myself, but every time I've gone, there's always been something weird, something crazy. Music festivals are so entertaining. Music festivals are just, like, the armpit of the world. <laughs> but, I, but, they're, but they're so fun. Exactly. Like, I still, and every single time I come home from a music festival, I'm like, why did I go? Like, why did I do that? And But it ends up being really worth it. I just got, like I said, I was at Pemberton last weekend, and then afterwards I got strep throat um, immediately after, and then I took my antibiotics for strep throat, and had a bad reaction to them, or whatever the fuck, ate them on an empty stomach, something, still don't know, vomited for, like, hours, and then I got a cold, so I was obviously punished by, like, some sort of god for Pemberton just being there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Is that that a story you can't tell? (laughs) The the Pemberton? Yeah, that is a story I cannot tell. (laughs) Then allow me, Jenna. I'm just kidding. <laughs> allow me. <laughs> yeah, can anybody else help us out? No. <laughs> you can't, but I'm gonna. <laughs> An interview. Oh, there's my interview on the screen. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I've been trying to just scroll down the the page and let let people see a little bit of what you guys have to offer, so they'll be willing to check it out. Yeah. So I'll I'll keep going because he's he's staring Maybe, at me right now. Go for it. And, Dale Crover looked way meaner than he actually was. I feel like he, he's seeing through my soul right now. Oh, I, I was so picture. intimidated taking that picture. I was like, okay, can I get a portrait shot of you? And he just stood there staring at me, and I was like, okay. <laughs> that's that's a meme. That needs to be a meme. Like, and Dale Crover is your soul. He is. He, he, this is a really a meme-worthy picture. Like, he's very meme. Yeah. He is the 69th best drummer, according to. Uh, Rolling Stone, which is pretty sick. So that was really worthy. Sixty-nine. Are you guys ever gonna make a list? Um, no, because I would be number one. <laughs> well, also kind of low-key. We don't want to be like Rolling Stone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Stone honestly sucks. <laughs> I, I, can, I can understand how you justify even making that list. Like, I don't know how you make up. I mean, it, it's great for the people that are on it, yeah. but I, I would never want to assign that myself that, to that task. I don't know how they even went about making that list. Like, okay, some, you know, some person was at their desk just trying to, like, mind their own business, have a good day, and they their editor came up and was like, all right, I'm going to just choose to fuck you over today. You get to make a list of the top 100 best drummers of all time, and you have a day <laughs> to do it. I would probably just, like, jump out of my window. I wonder, if get, I wonder if people get, like, death threats, because people get, like, so heated over, like, why is good Charlotte number five when they should be people, number seven? That's what I think as a writer, um, as a magazine writer, I think that is the scariest, that is the thing that I'm the most worried about, is someday having enough following for people to just be so annoying. I think I would like it if we had Honestly, though, honestly, yeah, that's true. So you're still making up your minds whether you want to do clickbait or not. 
I want, I don't, um, I just want people to hate us. I think that that'd be fun. It'd be a fun way to go. The by. Nicholas Magalis roast comic was a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Is that I all you guys believe that happened, though. I was, I was just so checked out that week. And I, I was just... kind of in anticipation waiting for him to, like, post it or, like, just absolutely just blast us. And I was so excited, but he never did. So. Lame. No, no feedback at all. No, me. nothing. Literally nothing. I mean, I got into a fight with him on Twitter, but oh, that's my personal Twitter, and that's just because I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I've, is that Rose comic? Is that going to be on here somewhere? I don't need to find oh, it, it now, but... It's somewhere. It's somewhere um, deep in the deep in the dirt. Yeah, that was a while ago, so it's probably... Oh, that's our Arts of the Month last month. Um, it'll be pretty soon after that, I think. It would be okay. under the category of... um. Arts and other oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you guys have a really nice website, by the way. As Thank someone who you. has yeah. a really bad website, I, I appreciate what you've done. Yeah, it took me like <laughs> 17 years of Googling how to make a website because I was such an <laughs> idiot. I like it, though. You guys just How to make a website. And that, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably so far been my... Well, my favorite thing about you guys is just your Twitter description, the art, art <laughs> music, and anarchy, but I like it. You guys are just... You ladies are just going out and getting it done. Um, so many people, I think, just are afraid to go out and just get something started and improve as you go. Instead, you know, they want to try to make everything perfect. That's sort of why why we're talking to you on Google Hangout right now and stuff. We we're gonna just keep you know just keep doing it. Anyone out listening, if you have something you want to do, just try it. You're gonna you're gonna be bad at the beginning, no matter how how much you don't want to be. And oh just keep going. yeah, yeah. When we first started, I mean, we were kind of just like bumble fucking around trying to figure out how to be a magazine. Um, and I think that that's actually the coolest thing about Sucker Mag is that we all just kind of like, like you know that little like shrugging emoji. Yeah. <laughs> we were all kind of just like that shrugging emoji. We're like, meh. We all like to do this, and let's just try it. If we fuck up, if we fail, like meh, we did it for fun, and now. <laughs> We're here, and now we really are loving what we do. So that's awesome. Uh, I mean, Madison, going? Madison hates everything about Sucker Mag. Yeah, I, it, this, I'm <laughs> shutting this down immediately after this podcast. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, it's, see, we tend to have that effect on people. I, yeah. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you do that. You made us realize how garbage our work is. So. I wish you guys could have seen like how intensely Madison just chugged a Monster Energy drink, but next next time we'll get the visual. Next time we'll do a we'll do a camera podcast. We That's can exactly why all I the do. cinnamon reactions. And everything. That's exactly why. I so, that was pretty. Camera. That was pretty sick, dude. You did you you asked him something didn't you already oh the oh, Kickstarter yeah. you guys have a Kickstarter up right now right yeah so we want to go well we're not we don't want to we are going to have a print issue um just need to raise the funds to do that and we also want to have a launch parties with like bands and stuff um so yeah our Kickstarter check it out because that would be really helpful if we didn't have to like bankrupt ourselves to get the first print issue out there um, because it is so expensive it's so dumb that shit is super expensive I'm not to break just a print bank. it for free um, but yeah it's just Kickstarter I think it's sucker mag like Kickstarter slash sucker magazine it's in our know. Twitter bio oh yeah it's in our Twitter bio and my personal bio and it's we have had like some people 
be actually pretty generous, which is amazing. Because I don't, I don't know that we deserve it. We're there it is. Yep, it is Kickstarter.com. Yeah, just follow their link. It's a long link. I'm not going to read it. Too many numbers, but yeah. So that's that it's is in our Twitter yeah. bio. Yeah. What is the goal, or do you have to reach a particular goal with Kickstarter? We don't have to reach it, but I put it as pretty high so that if if people do like really just say dicks out for Harambe and want to like donate. Oh some my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dicks out for Sucker Magazine. <laughs> I'm kicking you. I'm kicking my. I'm, I'm, Can we put that in the tagline for this episode? Magazine. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dicks out for Sucker Magazine. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, our so, goal, first of all, our first goal is to be able to have enough money to print the magazine. After that, um, everything's going to just go to the launch party and just like, I don't know. We have some cool things you can grab too, like if you, uh, some sick merch. If you, yeah, if you donate, I don't know, like, a certain amount of money, you get the magazine, or there's, like, you can get a piece of art made by one of the Sucker Magazine people. Um, if you donate, I think it's, like, $100 or something, which is cool, and the only person to do that was my mom, so thanks, mom, you're gonna be getting some art soon! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we haven't decided. Oh, shit. I'll draw her. Right on the refrigerator. Let's do Later. a splatter. <laughs> I'll draw something nice for your mom. Let's do something violent. Do you guys have those t-shirts for sale yet? Those look pretty sweet. Yeah, so our t-shirts are on our, our Society6 merch page. And but it's... we would prefer if you didn't go to Society6 for now and go to our Kickstarter because we're going to start doing different t-shirt making services. Um, Society6 kind of blows um, in terms of, I don't know, you don't really get money back for, very much money back for what you what you do on there and everything's like made to order and it's all just like manufactured i don't know i got these i have the coffee mugs my boyfriend got me and him like matching sucker mag coffee mugs and there are it's disgusting i know and um, and they're like already stained and like kind of getting shitty so the quality oh, on, on society six isn't that great what yvonne i was gonna buy one yeah okay don't buy the coffee mug Buy something else. I was so hyped on the coffee mug too. I was like, I'll get a shirt. I kind of want the tumbler, like the little like coffee, like to, the to go one, because I'm always like bringing coffee yeah. in the front. But I never, I always leave those in my car, so I can't be trusted. Oh my god. Ew. There's like, there's this thing you can get on Society Six that's like a literal comforter. Like you can get a, can you, a sucker magazine comforter. Can you imagine? Yeah. How, like, how much is that? Bring someone. I don't I know. I think it's like, like hundred and twenty dollars. I just saw that and I started screaming. Like imagine I bring someone home. And it's like, <laughs> hey babe, hey babe. <laughs> Look what I got. Look at my comfy sucker magazine today. <laughs> Oh my fucking god, that's so, like, narcissistic. That's so weird! <laughs> like, who would want, like, who's like, oh, I love So you don't have, you don't have the, the sucker comforter on your bed? Okay, uh, I don't I'm even have it. a sucker magazine t-shirt. That's how, that's how much of a <laughs> shitty editor I am. Yeah, I don't have one either, honestly. I'm like, I keep, like, telling myself I'm gonna order one, and then I'm like, okay, I'll order one, I gotta pay my bills, and then I'll order one, and then I, like, drive myself, like, with down to like very little money and I'm like fuck I forgot to order a sucker mag shirt so I need to make it a priority. Somebody please order her a sucker magazine shirt. Somebody get please? this man a sucker. Can you please? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get this man a sucker. 
So donate to our Kickstarter so that, like just so me and Madison can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have Wait, start a second. Start. Send us money to. We need like thirty dollars. <laughs> you buy, just, uh, buy me a shirt on Kickstarter. <laughs> I had a homeless guy ask me for a shirt once. What? Well, see, there He's you go. He's wearing a shirt. All At right. least he's honest. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't understand it, but I was in my car. Like, who just has extra shirts in the car? One time, one time I, I was on vacation, and this lady wanted to trade shoes. That's weird. She was homeless, though, so her shoes were, like, falling apart, and mine were, like, nice. And, and you I, was were like, like, I was like, I don't think this is a fair trade, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to trade shoes. That's a first. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. But, I mean, I was just like, bye, no. I've heard a homeless man... Asked me to flash him my boobs before. That was cool. I was like, I was like 13. That's more believable. Ooh. I was like 13 years old, and I was like, I um, I don't have any. I was like, I'm only 13 years old, and I hate this garbage planet. So I'm gonna go like wash my eyes with soap. See you later. <laughs> yeah, what? This I feel like whatever like question that. you guys asked just spiraled. And I, now I don't really know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> that's okay. You, like I said, you guys are a perfect fit for us, honestly. Awesome. That's exactly what this... We actually have asked more... This is the most structured... Normally our Sunday afternoon podcast is just us kind of just randomly talking about whatever. So we wanted to make sure we didn't bring you guys down to our level, but it seems like... You're cool with it, so yeah, we, you know, we can talk about whatever. <laughs> Last week we yeah. literally talked about Pokemon Go, and that was about it. Oh, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> we had all ends of the spectrum on that. We had We're the not, haters. Don't even let us go into that. Don't. Pokemon don't no, no, tell us. Pokemon Go off. Pokemon Go off. Yeah. No, <laughs> not gonna talk about Pokemon Go. I'm. Did you guys all, all against it? No, I'm not. I'm not. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, then we're going we're gonna to have like a 10-hour conversation. Over oh, no, we don't have to do we, I don't want to open up a can of worms. That's You're just... opening a can of worms that'll like just infect everyone, probably. It's so bad in L.A., honestly. Like, uh, I'll go, like, there's... Worms are out. Uh, yeah, there's a coffee shop, and there's like a parking structure right next to it. And I was about to drive into the parking structure, you know, to park. You and know. there were just like 40 or 50 people just all looking down at their phones and not moving. And I was like, what? Like, I had to wait probably like 10 seconds for them to move instead of like immediately. The, the day that Pokemon Go came out, so we have a, a Pokestop across the street from my house. And so we can just like sit in bed and just catch Pokemon. It's actually pretty chill. Um, <laughs> and so we uh, went out into our porch and we like set up a lure on our porch, Shit. and there were so many people just, like, coming basically, like, just to our, like, house, like, in front of it, and it was just amazing. It was super funny. We were just, like, sitting outside, like, smoking on the porch, like, watching everyone catch Pokemon outside of our house. <laughs> I got everyone that I... That the next I thing is, is you can't, like, catch one and, like, somebody else not be able to because of it. Somebody would get murdered if, like, yeah. that was... It. I feel like Pokemon Go would become so insanely cutthroat if it was, like, who got it first. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't take that turn. Yeah. I think that I mean, that would that actually, like, cause civil unrest. <laughs> that would be enough to try That's, that's gonna be what... Yeah, that's gonna start a revolution. It's gonna be... The, in 200 years, be like, remember the great Pokemon War? All, all Weedles matter. 
All Weedles now. <laughs> <laughs> All Weedles? <laughs> I get fucking Weedles outside of, like, there's just Weedles everywhere outside of my house. There's <laughs> fucking... I hate it. Do you guys have a Zubat yet? Okay. Zubat? Okay, don't even start with Madison about Zubat. Okay, they're literally <laughs> everywhere in Seattle. I have, like, 400 of the Evolved ones, I have and so I don't know what to do with, I can't fucking find one. Are you? Are you, you, you making trip, man? Okay, we're gonna stop. Okay, we're gonna stop talking about Pokemon Go in three, two, one. Next subject. No, let's keep talking. About <laughs> Madison. Next subject. RJ needs a Kickstarter for his trip to Seattle. That's true. Yeah. So we'll, we'll that's that'll be look for that from us <laughs> soon. Yeah. No, we need seventeen dollars for a bus Seattle. ticket. <laughs> when are you coming to Seattle? <laughs> Well, I mean, what, so, I, I've i put you guys through a bunch of questions. Do you have anything for us, or just anything you want to say that you're not being forced to answer one of my questions? Um, no. <laughs> not really. It's a joke. We're, we're, we're totally joking. Um, how long have you guys had your podcast for? So, we are kind of... We, we sort of have that in common with you. So I started this last October, November. We used to do just like one every week or two on Sundays, and it didn't really go anywhere. And then so I got a, I got a small group of people that I do production stuff with, with videos and some, some authors and stuff like that, just to come up with sort of a, a group. It was going to be sort of... Not really. It's kind of like what you guys are doing, I suppose. It was just for mainly to start with us, just to get our ideas out there to have a place where we don't have to be published by someone else. And so the podcast took off. It started on May 28th. So we're coming up on two months, and we have a few different shows on the channel now. Uh, we're still still in our learning stage, really. But it's been kind of it's been really cool, honestly. We went from a one day a week. Sometimes only twice a month thing to four or five episodes a week. Yeah. We're just faking it till we make it. Dank. That's no, that's awesome. I've I I've been listening to so many podcasts. I love them. What are I'm some like, of your favorites? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I just like search names of comedians, but I really like Anna Ferris's podcast because it's always so funny. And um, I listen to like. Just anything. The Millennial Podcast is really good, but that's not funny, but it's good. I, I like the Nerdist. I like the, I like I like the, the Nerdist. Nerdettes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's are good. good. I heard Joe Rogan's pretty good. Oh my god, I bet that's so funny. My favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, I've listened to a little bit of Joe Rogan. I like it. I know, yeah, RJ, that's that's one of your go-tos, right? Yeah. Him and mm -hmm. Carlin. Fear is not a factor for <laughs> yeah, that dude got into everything somehow. Joe Rogan. Really? Just randomly. Yeah. Like, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. He kind of does just a little bit of everything. Yeah, now he just does his own thing, really. I mean, fucking UFC, that's like a dream. You guys should interview Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan for Sucker Magazine. <laughs> He'd probably just do a little bit of DMT first and just take you guys on journey. <laughs> It's like getting yeah, we should, like, like Sucker Magazine just becomes getting dug with high. 
<laughs> no, that is literally an idea that I've had for a while that I really, really want to do. We like we want to start a sucker podcast, and I would yeah, absolutely we're, love. We're taking you guys over, you I would, I would absolutely love to do something like that where I just get stoned with people. Yes. On, on our podcast, because that's just kind of like basically what I do, anyways. But. They, um, feel free to call one of us in. And yeah. <laughs> I will. I'll remember that, and I'll just be like, okay, like you guys will be our guest on our podcast because because of this podcast. Because why not? Because why not? <laughs> yeah. If you guys are, and if you guys are down with the sickness, then obviously we'll call in. Then, well, there you go. And you, you can just All let right. us have it. Great. <laughs> oh yeah. Well. I think we've yeah, I feel like I feel like we're yeah, I feel like we're winding down a little bit. We know you guys, you have some real work to go do today. We, got, we have some bands to go review. I have some, yeah. some <laughs> to go eat in the VIP lounge. I have some free. I have some free tequila to mainline. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I'm you, so fucking jealous. I need to switch jobs. <laughs> it's literally the most. It's the weirdest vi- like vibe I've ever been a part of because I'm we're clearly just like not cool enough to be there, but we're still like up in it. So. Yeah, I think we're like the youngest and just like the most like shithead people in that. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. It's, it's, Has it's, anybody like tried to take you under their wing yet? No. Not a mucho. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. There's this a uh, music magazine called Not a Mucho from Seattle, and I met the. Um, creator of it and they've been around since the 90s and like I accidentally got backstage with him for Mo because I was like talking to him and I was just walking and I realized like we're literally behind like we're backstage and I was like how did this happen and like he's totally into Sucker Magazine and like wants to uh wants to kind of help us with like this launch party and stuff so that was really cool I totally forgot about that until just now that was so sick that's awesome shout out yeah that's shout out not a mucho (laughs) Not well, thank you for coming on to our podcast. It's been great. I really enjoyed talking to you and hearing about what you guys do at Sucker Magazine. I'm definitely going to be checking you out, especially for that that Starfucker tonight. I'm going to be I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. I hopefully we can get that stream up and running, but we've had some success. Oh, That's a lot. Man, you guys, you keep me up late, but it's fine. I'll I'll, I'll be there. We'll I'll be there. Go. We'll be there. Yeah, check us out, check our Twitter out. We'll be just like absolutely going balls to the wall on Twitter all day. <laughs> all of you guys popping on there since like five year individuals. All right, friends. Dick's out for sucker. All right, bad. yeah, dick's out for sucker. <laughs> I well, yeah, thanks, guys. Wait, so do you guys know how to hang up on us or? No. Uh, no. Okay. So I, I was just thinking about that because we we probably will stay on here for a second. So yeah. uh, there's just a there's a little hang up. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, you, you guys are free. You're dismissed. <laughs> break breaks over. You get back to work. All uh, right. I fucking. <laughs> All right. Bye. Get your. Well, bye. Thank you. Have fun. Have fun, Yvonne. I'll call you or text you later. But um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Have fun, guys. It's been a Thanks. great time. Bye. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want? You want anything? You want to? You don't have to go right away. She's like, not there, Yeah. You want to talk? We feel a little bad. I finally got my earphones, so hopefully it's like not echoing. I felt so bad because I like 
I went, I woke up and like went back to sleep like four times and I was like, I'm not getting anything. Like, is it still happening? So, um, yeah, it's just so weird. Like I've known our, I've known RJ for a while, but I don't think, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I think we met on Tumblr, which is so funny. Yeah. Back in like, I want to say like 2010. So this is just. It's so interesting because I also met Madison and Dylan like online too, I think. So the internet's a great place. <laughs> right, yeah. No, and it's it's the only way we'd be allowed to do this right now. I mean we don't Yeah. We don't have the, the budget yet to <laughs> like come out there and meet y'all. To come out there and yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was thrilled. I I'm really glad that you took the time and set this up with for it with us uh yeah of course i knew the girls like would be all for it i did not know that like they were both going to be with one another until a few days ago so i was like because i talked to madison and she like because i just figured she'd be really interested in it and madison is she has such a great personality her and dylan both like their twitters are hilarious and um so yeah so was madison told me how Dylan, she and Dylan were going to be covering the music festival this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's even better. Because, like, honestly, I feel like I don't do too well one-on-one, -on -one, but, like, I don't know. The girls are super fun. They're hilarious. So, so what are yeah. so what are you doing this? What are you working on this weekend? Um, I'm currently not working on anything. Um, I've been, like, trying to get some sort of, like, inspiration flying but um later this week i'm meeting up with a local band and um we're gonna like i don't know he told me to pick a photographer out for like a shoot and like one that would fit sucker mag so i still need to decide on that um but i'm doing that and um interviewing them i think i saw them play last week and um like introduce myself and blah 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 and it's just so funny like um because like we i live like an hour out from la and um yeah so music like bands come here all the time and a lot of my friends are really into music they have like their own bands and everything and it's kind of like i don't know they're like well-known local bands i would say and so one of my friends last night, actually, he was reading um, this newspaper that said, like, L.A. Record on it. And he was like, hey, where's Sucker Mag at? And I was like, oh. And he's like, no, you guys will get there. But it's just so awesome. Like, my friends definitely have my back with it because they run in, like, they talk to a whole bunch of musicians all the time. So they know about me and, like, what I do. So sometimes they'll help me out. And, like, um, one of my friends, he was at a show a few months ago and he told people like about me and about sucker and some people like reached out to me and it was really cool that is but, yeah, awesome it sounds like you guys are are growing at a good rate and that's gotta yeah. be really exciting and, yeah it really is so do you want to stay in the local scene or do you like want to see the bigger acts or do you want to break the little guys or a little bit well of i'm definitely like um about let's see two months ago i there's this band called Boonderbar, and i just think they're like the coolest band and they have the coolest music and uh, i got into them like i want to say before the before 
2016, like maybe December of 2015. And I was like, these guys are so cool. And I was looking up like their tours and they're from Boston. And I was like, oh, like, and I didn't really find anything on the internet of them coming to LA. And like, they weren't touring at the time. And they just came out with like, what was it? They announced a tour like three months ago or four months ago. And they were going to LA and I was like, I have to cover it. And so I messaged them and like, they have like 7,000 likes on Facebook. So, you know, people know them, like 7,000 people at least. And um, so I asked for an interview and I just like told them what I did and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that would be so cool. So I got to interview them. Um, I've got to interview a few bands um, that are like really well known, uh, like or are associated with Burger Records, which is a big like independent record place down here in Southern California. Like if you're involved with music, there's almost like a hundred percent chance that you'll know Burger Records. So I've got to interview a lot of bands associated with that record label. Um, I also got, I mean, like email uh, interviews aren't all that fun because it's like some people don't have the time to talk on the phone just because they're so busy. And then like some people just don't have the time to meet you in person either. Um, but one of my favorite bands, uh, I got to like ask them questions via email and have them respond and that was cool. Um, Sorry, I just want to ask you for a second because that, that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't realize that that was a method that you guys use. So do you, you just, do you just email them like a list of questions after you've made your initial hello and then what they just type them all back up and send them back to you? Yeah. Yeah. Some people are very thorough. Um, you know, they kind of have to be, and that's nice because like with journalism and like interviewing people, like if you're not recording it, like sometimes I forget to record, um, my interviews, which makes it really hard because I have to like jot everything down and like, well, that's just how I work at least. I like to get all the details because I feel like the smaller details can really make the story, I don't know, a lot more interesting. But yeah, like, um, I don't really like using email just because it's not like, it's not really personal, but on the phone and inter like in-person interviews are definitely pretty cool. Uh, I was fortunate enough my fall semester uh, to be able to like write whatever I want for my classes like we got to pick our topics and so for me uh, I know some of the other girls said that they got put on assignments that they didn't really want to cover um, but for me I've always like chosen and I've always been able to choose what I want to cover for the most part like I was the assistant news editor for my school last year or last semester and I was like so busy it was ridiculous. And so when people weren't like picking up their slack and doing what they were supposed to, I would like the editor in chief would be like, Yvonne, can you please do this for me? And I was like, Oh, I don't want to, like I'm working on like three other assignments right now. But sometimes I would have to like help out and take assignments I didn't want to. But for the most part, like I, it like whatever I wanted to write on, um, I got to do that. Like my first, the first thing I ever got published in was like my school paper and it was like, um, what was it on? It was like lack of sleep. 
and just like what sleep deprivation does to you and um, so that's when I started getting familiar with like interviewing people in person and like phone calls and blah 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 and it was really neat like it really um, I don't know I felt like I kind of digressed well not necessarily digressed but I was like ahead of the game for my uh, last semester because some people were like interviewing people in person like oh like I don't want to do that but by then I had already interviewed a bunch of people so it was pretty cool um, I'm really fortunate enough to be able to live in Southern California and have so many opportunities to go ahead and do what I want yeah no that that is pretty amazing I mean we we can a little bit relate to you because we one day one or two nights a week we get to do what we love around but I uh-huh. you for that um, I, I can't wait to be everybody should be in that position where you get to yeah. work every day and it doesn't quite feel like work do you so do you contribute any fiction or you know or, or do you do you mainly stick to the journalism or do you like to write Are there other um, things that you like to write I okay so. I figured out at the beginning of this last semester, um, everyone, I mean, like opinion stories, I mean, they should be easy, right? Like they're just your opinion. So the first assignment I ever like wrote on, uh, it was like on increasing the smoking age to 21 in California, I think, or like something along the lines of smoking. And uh, instead of writing an opinion piece on it, I wrote a news piece. And I was like, how did that happen? Like, I wrote, like, sly comments in it, and, like, I don't know. That shouldn't be in a news piece, but I'm definitely better at writing news than, like, opinion. Like, I'm, it's it's a lot harder for me to write opinion and, like, fictional stories. So I'm just, like, all hard news, I guess, which makes, like, interviews and show reviews really easy. Um, I've written a few pieces... Let's see, what have I written on? Um, I wrote on mental illness. That was like one of my first things for Sucker. And I wrote some poetry as well. And I took a poetry class. Let's see, when was it? Not last fall, but the previous fall. And that was a lot of fun. I really enjoy writing poetry. Um, but unfortunately, huh? I, oh, sorry. To, I, I'm terrible at it. I, I can write oh, anything, but not poetry. I just can't. I can't do it. I'm bad. <laughs> It takes a lot of practice, honestly, because um, I, I don't know, I would just kind of jot stuff down in my journal, and, like, it would kind of sound good, but the class definitely, like, helped me add more structure to it, and so that was nice. So, like, I love writing poetry, and I love writing, like, essays. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I love writing essays. There's just something about it. Like, I know a lot of people hate writing essays, but... Yeah. For me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's like being able to like, I don't know, getting started is the worst part, obviously, but once you have like a flow to your writing, it's really fun, or at least I do, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I don't write anything fictional, like most of my stuff is, yeah, I would say a lot of my stuff is just pure news or like um, stuff that I feel like, I don't know, should have more awareness to it. Um, like I've written about like anxiety in like school and the workplace, not on sucker, but like 
for my school and stuff. And I've written about a lot of different things, like domestic abuse and just stuff that. To soccer? Huh? You plan to bring stuff like that to soccer? Um, yeah, like it's just kind of hard because for my school, like, so I have the burger piece on sucker, and I had the idea to do it for both sucker and my school, and it got published in my uh, school's magazine, and like everyone was like, "This one is so cool," and I saw the design for it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this looks beautiful!" So. Uh, yeah, that I had to write two versions of it, just because like one is already like published, um, so I had to write a different version of it. So a lot of it's just me kind of being lazy and being like, oh, I don't know if I really want to. But um, we did. One of the girls wrote something on. I'm sure you guys heard of the like Kesha incident with her uh, with the Sony producer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we covered that, and I thought that was really cool. Um, that got a, a lot of attention on Facebook when we posted that, just because it was a hot topic. And I wanted to do something about the um, Stanford rape case, but that's kind of like blown over. But that was something that I really wanted to write on. But at the same time, like since I've been out of school, I've like I've been in summer school too, so I've just been kind of brain dead, I guess. And like I've had the worst writer's block, so I need to just keep on writing and just write something, just so I can get back into the groove of it. But I definitely want to like some of the girls take like political stances, and it, it's so awesome, like being able to read. I don't, I don't know their opinions and just like how they form their articles are. It's spectacular to me. I love reading what all the girls put out. Um, but yeah, we. When we first started, it was like all girls, and some of the some of my friends or like not even people that I really knew were like, "Hey," because I had announced it on Facebook like what soccer was going to be about and blah blah blah, and I just have like random people just message me and be like, "Hey, so I think I'm a pretty good writer. Do you think I could be on soccer or like do you get paid?" And it's like, "No, we don't get paid," but like. I don't know, a lot of guys would ask, and at, at first I wasn't sure where we were going, like if it was like meant to be an all-girls team sort of thing, and I was like, uh-uh, no boys allowed, but we have a few boys on uh, Sucker now, so that's pretty cool, it brings some diversity, um, but yeah, it's pretty cool, I have to say, um, I've gotten to do a lot because of Sucker, so... I think Madison a lot just for because I um what was it? I, Madison and I met and uh, so I lived in Boise Idaho for six years and how did I meet oh <laughs> I remember how I met Madison I met her at a party and <laughs> she's just so hilarious like sober and not so um, one of my favorite bands is the main. And I can't recall, I think she was talking about All Time Low or something. Or I think she brought up The Main. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love The Main too. Like, they're my favorite band. And so it was from there that we became friends. That's awesome. And, yeah, so I would see her at shows. And I remember uh, she went to BSU. 
and we were Facebook friends, and I don't think we had talked that much. Maybe we have. I can't remember, but she asked me, um, like, for a quote for, I think, an article on the main, and I think it was on the main. I can't recall. It was, like, three years ago, um, but, yeah, so I would see her at shows, and uh, we had a lot of mutual friends, so, yeah, Madison's hilarious. I love Madison, but um, I was... Let's see, when they started this, or when Madison announced uh, her ideas for Sucker on Facebook, I, like, commented on it, and I was just so happy for her. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. Like, that's something I've always, like, dreamt of doing. Like, awesome, congratulations. And she messaged me, and she was like, hey, like, and she invited me to join. And uh, I remember I was, like, at the mall, Christmas shopping, and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, like that would be so cool. And so from there on out, like, it almost kind of worked out. Yeah. I, for one, would like to see more of your, like, essays that you enjoy. On <laughs> yeah, cool. it's just, like, trying to find stuff that, like, not only that I think is interesting, but, like, what our following thinks is interesting as well. And, um, yeah, like, if you look, I don't know, we've posted a lot since we first started, but at the very end of, like, the sucker posts, you could definitely see I had written a few, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, and I remember, like, being so concerned with how much space my articles took up on the sucker page, because it's just, like, scroll, 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 like, oh, Yvonne's essay's over, finally, <laughs> but... Yeah, I really enjoy it. We've, um, I think what I love about Sucker is just, like, how it has brought, like, so many different, like, how we were talking about earlier, so many different people and, like, creative people from all around the world. Like, when I found out that one of our girls was from Paris, I was like, what? How did that happen? But, yeah, the internet is really awesome. What was that? So you said you you guys are international. You you got you got a girl in Paris working for you. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. Like we we have people all over. Uh, I think I'm the only one who lives in Southern California, though. Uh, I know you, Dylan. Huh? How'd you end up in California from Idaho? Oh I'm, God. <laughs> um, so I'm originally from California, and um, my mom wanted to move because we had family who lived in Boise, Idaho. And so we just needed, like, a change of pace because the California lifestyle is just so fast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Boise was a great place, though, to, like, grow up. It's very safe. And um, a lot of, I don't know, what I always wanted were, like, bands coming there a lot. But I don't know. It's just not a spot that a lot of bands hit. But, yeah, so we moved there when I was 12, and then... Two years ago, we moved back, and it, I don't know, it just has a lot more opportunities, honestly, like, especially for journalism and just the music scene, there's a lot of room um, for growth, so I've lived here for two years, and blah, 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 and, uh, but yeah, so it was initially family, we got there, and then I visit, I'm actually going to visit in, like, two weeks, um, it's pretty neat, though, everyone always asks me, like, about what I'm doing because on Facebook I post like pretty much everything that uh, I write so 
I have like, I don't know, it's nice to see that my friends support me in what I do and support soccer and they ask me questions about it. And it's really, it's really awesome. That's great. Yeah, that is, that really is, I think the best part is when you finally get some people that talk to you about something that you've done. I'm sure for you, you've probably had some people come up to you and say, you know, I, I, I really liked what you had to say in this article or... Yeah, that that's the part. People don't uh, people that don't do it don't understand that that it doesn't matter if it's two to three people. That, oh yeah, that feels really good even yeah. just to know that you had a positive effect on one person. So keep keep up the good work there. I like Arjun oh, said. I really like to read some of your articles, the ones that sound like that you've written more for school as well as your sucker stuff. It all sounds great, but uh, some of the it sounds like you work a lot with mind in some of your articles like with anxiety and, and depression yeah and yeah I definitely, a topic that fascinates me go ahead I'm sorry oh you're good um yeah I, I definitely think like especially at uh, being like you know in your 20s I feel like a lot of people are overwhelmed and just like I don't think it's something that a lot of people want to talk about so with with that like I thought for school like I can only imagine how many people are stressing out over school and have like so many other things going on in their lives. So that's like stuff that people don't want to talk about. I want to address, and so I've done that a couple of times. And I remember going to my professor and like pitching an idea, and I was like, "Has anyone done this?" And he said, "No." For some of the things that I had like written, and I was like, "Wow, that's really shocking that like no one had written about this before." Um, so that's what I want to do, um, just like bring more awareness like to things that people don't want to talk about. Not necessarily, I don't want that to be all I write about, but I do definitely want to include that. Um, but yeah, it's really awesome like having, I've gotten a few Facebook messages from people, like people who are like acquaintances, I guess, or like people I went to junior high or high school with, and like, it's just, I don't know. I really appreciate getting messages that are like, oh, I think what you're doing is so inspiring. Like, you're an inspiration to me. I would love to do that. Your writing's great. And it's just, it's really nice. It's like really fulfilling. Because uh, before I, like, before all this, I really had trouble like showing people my writing. And like, mm-hmm. so it's because, like, I don't know, when you put something out there for people, you're like, oh gosh. Like, are people going to like it? Are they not? Like, should I just keep are on doing think, that? Are people going to think this, this is, uh, especially when you get into fiction, it gets bad, you know, because you, you're yeah. like, oh, oh, or, and I'm, I'm sure even with some of your essays and articles, the same thing, you're putting a version, or you're putting part of yourself out for display, and there's always that yeah. you in the back of your mind that's like, oh, man, am I going to be judged on this forever if I put it out? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, um, like, I wasn't the publishing editor for my school, so sometimes they would go and, like, try to fix things, and sometimes they'd, like, accidentally, like, put a typo, and I'd be like, no, like, people are going to think I'm a moron now, like, <laughs> like, or I didn't punctuate right or something, because I know for me, if I were to read it, I'd be like, they don't know how to spell that, come on. But <laughs> yeah, I've done that to someone before. It, it's it's <laughs> make a mistake as an editor, and you mess up something that wasn't messed yeah. up, and then you have to hear, and then because you know they 
then you have to get that call from the person who made the story saying like, hey, so you made a change. And yeah. to his credit, this guy was very polite. He's like, so you made a change I didn't actually want to make. Oh, God. And then to, I, came to, I came to find out it was I had made a typo. I had accidentally, yeah, in it. But yeah, so I can only imagine how it's, that it would be on the other end to be like, wait, what? No, I had this right, and then you yeah, yeah. Like I used one of my friends as a source for an article, and his name is spelled uh, like his name's Matt, but his name is spelled M A T with just one T. Mm. And so when they went to go like edit my stuff, they're like. They put another T, and so I had to be like, hey, actually his name is with one, and uh, he was like, oh, I really appreciate, like, your diligence and blah, 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 and it never got changed, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, he oh, just geez. forgot to get to it, so I was like, oh, what a bummer. That, that's, that's unfortunate. They just gave you, gave you like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, tell me about, like, what you guys do. Enough about... Me, what do you guys do? Like, what is your guys' goal with um, this? So our, I'll 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 start and then I'll hand it to to RJ. Don't do that that was. I uh, so because <laughs> because the, the one of the parts on, on a whole bad dinner guest was a, a inevitably created to have just sort of an open network for anybody to do or say sort of whatever they want as you know like we we can't pay you to publish your short story but if you have that short story that you're nervous about getting out there you uh -huh. can post it on our blog or on our um you know on our twitter whatever we we we're connected on all the i'm sure you know that game where we have to be on all the social medias so we can repost oh, yeah. the same thing five different times four different ways <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and so the idea was just to really have, a, it was just, the podcast was to just start an open dialogue, really. The, the reason uh -huh. it's called Bad Dinner Guest is that our plan is to, like you mentioned earlier, to, you guys have said, bring up the things that people don't want to talk about. Um, yeah. like for instance, I was raised that you don't talk religion, politics, or your, you know, how much money you make. You don't talk like uh -huh. You don't talk economy, religion, and, and uh, politics at dinner, which is why we called it Bad Dinner Guests, because my thing is oh, we that's awesome. have to start having these conversations and, and be stop being so politically correct all the time, because that's it, it has its disadvantages. So I we, agree. We, so we have posts, uh, for instance, we have an explicit short story. It is essentially word porn on our site. <laughs> I didn't, as the editor, I, they, when I read it, I, I, I was kind of like, man, dude, what if my mom gets on this website? You know? But that's not the point. So I always even check myself uh, because I just put a big explicit warning on there, like, hey, just so you know, uh, this is adult material. And then yeah. boom, there it is. So that, that's sort of what we're doing. And then RJ has his own podcast channel on our little sort of network that we're building here. Oh, I think I did, I accidentally tagged that one instead yeah. of bad dinner guests. I was like, God damn it. How many podcasts okay. does this guy That's have? Okay. Well, we're definitely gonna, so I, funny, funny little side note, I had followed you guys yesterday or a few days ago on Facebook, but I was waiting. I had to wait for, uh, 
RJ's confirmation. That's why you guys weren't tagged in any posts. I was like, wait, you know, uh -huh. what if, because, you know, just, what if this isn't the right thing? And then, I'm t and then here I am telling people <laughs> I'm interviewing this and it's, and it's not going to the right place. So I, uh, no, no worries there. But RJ, tell her about. Oh, the 60 grit? Yeah. That's more just like politics. Um, I'm kind of libertarian-ish. Yeah. So I kind of just talk about stuff like that and Kevin and I just talk about it, kind of give a libertarian viewpoint on it. Um, always trying to find a way to squeeze in smaller guys. So really quick, who are you guys voting for? I'm not voting. Oh. I, what about um, you? I am, I am undecided, but I, for the first time, I'm strongly considering still not voting. Like someone asked me yeah. that question too last a couple nights ago after a beer, and my my immediate response was I'm not voting. So, <laughs> so it's something where it's like when I'm uh, when I'm sober, I'm still wavering. Where it's like <laughs> um, maybe something will come to pass where I'll vote, but get one beer and I'm like, no, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, yeah. what about you? I honestly, I don't know. Like, I, oh God, I hate Hillary Clinton so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Like, it's kind of a shame because, like, this is my first time voting. Um, or, like, being able to vote. And, oh God, I'm just like, really? You want to participate, right? And this is, this is, what, this is what we've given you to work Yeah, with. I want to do my duty <laughs> as a citizen. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just, ugh. I don't know. I have no idea. I probably, at this rate, I probably won't vote. I know there are a lot of, like, um, other candidates coming out, and a lot of people are like, vote third party, and some people are like, don't waste your vote. I'm like, I don't want any part in, in this anymore. Like, leave me alone, guys. I don't know. All the, oh, God, all the drama or some stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just, we we well we've got like three or four to start with. Let's just build a little group and then just go buy a few acres. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, wait, gone. Oh, I was gonna add since since we got on the politics, you reminded me of something. We uh, <laughs> are you are you familiar with The Simpsons? You know, I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with it. Uh, so we we played a little game earlier when it was just when it was just Rico, RJ, and I here, where uh -huh. I read off. Uh, Danny DeVito quotes from It's Always Sunny and Donald Trump Oh quotes. my god, I and love And you guys that had show. to guess which was which. And so I was wondering if you'd be interested in playing that game with us at all. Oh, yes, let's play. <laughs> okay, all right. So this time it's Mr. Burns from The Simpsons or Donald Trump. Oh, gosh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, give me one second here. It's, it's loading up for me, but... Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just read them off here, and you guys will give me your guess, and I'll tell you who's right. We'll see, we'll see who oh wins this. Gosh. 